Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of the Shellheads podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sergio. The other host is with us too. His name is Jeff. Other Sergio. What's that? That <laughs> was other Sergio. Other Sergio. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited, Jeff. Are you? I'm very excited. Here's here's the part of the show where we talk about news now. Yeah, we have an exciting episode lined up for you where we cover a lot of cool fan fan stuff. Uh, but in a, in a matter of two weeks, like since the last time we talked, NECA has both colossally like screwed up a an a pre-order and also is currently having a successful pre-order. That's so news. like I don't I don't know what kind of weird business deals they've they, they they've cut over the past two years or year and a half or whatever. I have an idea. You have an idea of the business deals? Yes. Okay. They're making some deals with some corporate raiders from Dimension X. Uh, so so that says is that who Walmart is? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, as of right now, as of as of as of this recording, which is taking place on eight eighteen twenty twenty, you can log on to the NECA store. Uh, com is that what it's called? TheNecaStore.com and successfully pre-order a Metalhead Ultimate figure Ooh. for the low, low price of $30. And it was 15 to ship it to my house. So we're talking $45 total. Uh, I, I understand that shipping is different depending on where you live, but, but, but there you go. Is it made of metal? It is not. It, it is made of, um, I'm going to go with vinyl. It's plastic. The plastics? The plastics? Yeah, it, it, is, it is various plastics. Um, but it's like the, $30, $30 is not bad. It's not, but why the beefy shipping? I, I don't know, but if it's not packed well, I'm going to be hot. Yeah. I see. I, I legit thought it was going to be a $50 uh, figure um, for whatever reason, but now 30 I will probably be getting my pre-order in soon. Yeah, you, you need to. I understand that it will be the the pre-order will stop on the 21st, so that's this Friday. Ah, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 pre-order that they colossally screwed up was the the uh, Super Shredder. Oh yeah. So, so the Super Shredder Ultimate Figure or whatever it's called is a Walmart exclusive. Like that deal exists. There will be super shredders in Walmarts. In fact, there might already be some super shredders in Walmarts. I don't know. But apparently they held back some stock or they cut a deal to be able to sell some of that stock. And it sold out two times within like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I missed out on the first wave. Like I was trying to order it like three minutes after it went live. Mm-hmm. And it was showing out of stock. Oof. So they moved around some stuff, and by like 12, 15 or whatever, you know, 15 minutes later, it was back in stock. So I was finally able to get that figure as well. So so, so I guess what I'm saying is they're taking baby steps to actually make this work. Which is I great. <laughs> great isn't the right word. Which is good. It is It is better. <laughs> it's it's aight. <laughs> I, 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 I like until I can confidently get my my mitts on uh, those target figures the the the, uh, 
the Casey Jones and the Leatherhead and the Slash and the April. Yeah. Until I can get those, I, they are still failing. I'll give you that. Um, but they, they do seem to um, – with with the two pre-orders, like the two successful pre-orders they did, uh, and that was Toka and Razar and 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 Metalhead, I feel like they're finally finally getting a hold of 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 where they need to go with this, considering how popular the Ninja Turtles are. Yeah, and especially now, I think more than ever, uh, we've got like way more freaking merchandise going over m- multiple you know iterations. It's 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 fu- it's funny that that, that you know. We're talking about all the different the merch that's coming out now. Looking at NECA specifically, so I'm looking at their, looking at their website, and I was thinking, like, is is TMNT the biggest brand that they have? And looking through what they have, TMNT might be the most po- popular thing that they have uh, the license on right now because they've got things like Elf, Alien, uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead, Blade Runner, Chucky, It, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, those like, horror fans love them some love them some yeah. good articulated figures, and so, and I'm not saying that those those fandoms you know don't have fans obviously like Friday the Thirteenth has a lot of fans. Oh yes, but I don't think any of those individually are nearly as big as TMNT. I would be inclined to agree with you on that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully this is the last time we talk about NECA. Because they finally figured everything out, but but as I said, it's getting better. I'm, I'm not I'm not one to not give them credit for you know improving, but it's not where it needs to be. And until it is, I'm going to be upset. With that said, do you have any other news? There's some really weird news. Um, kind of turtles related. Okay. Um, apparently, corporate raiders from Dimension X. I'm doing that again. Uh, okay. have, all right, all right. Sticking with the motif. All right. Yeah. Um, have cited a worldwide pepperoni shortage. <laughs> They're taking all the pepperoni, Sergio. <laughs> it's not cool. Who Do cares, I want man? Vegan pepperoni. Get that out of here. Pepperoni's not I even the best that. pizza topping. I don't care. Like it it's is, barely good. All it is is like. Heartburn on a pie. I like heartburn on a pie. I take a pill for that. Or you could just not take the pill and eat a better pizza topping. Ooh, see, no. What, like pineapple, Sergio? I, I would eat pineapple on pizza any day of the week before I would eat pepperoni. Just uh, throw me under the bus, whatever. I, I That's me. I'd rather have ham. I'd rather have sausage. I'd rather have hamburger. I would rather have... Uh, a, a nice barbecue pizza with chicken on it. Like, there's a lot of different things I would eat before I would be like, yeah, throw me that pepperoni pizza. No, I don't care. Like, pepperoni was like the first thing I ever ate pizza-wise as a kid. So it's 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 there to stay. And I get it. It is the most popular. It is of pizza topping. Like, I'm I'm kind of being reductive for you know for comedy's sake. It it sucks yeah. for people who like pepperoni, but yeah, it'll don't be make, fine. We'll get back make, to normal. They'll make more. I've got a whole bunch in my fridge. You have a whole bunch of pepperoni in your fridge? Yeah, I bought like a couple of packs, and it lasts oh. for months. So, so you're you're the reason for the shortage? No, this was actually you. You toilet papered the pepperoni? I did not. 
All right. Well, I think that's it. I think that does it for uh, for Ninja Turtles news. Yeah, not, not anything else I can really think of. I, I, I kind of like this little news minute that we have at the, at the top of every show now. I do, too. Why did it take us 40 episodes to actually do that? I don't know. We're, we're mixing it up, folks. We're trying something new. Maybe yeah. because the news was not as plentiful? Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I like it. I like it. Let's move into our, uh, into our main topic. And uh, last year around this time, we had a fantastic episode where we talked about uh, three different fan projects. We talked about Team and T Rescue Palooza. The video game, which was fantastic. Uh, we talked about Team and T Odyssey. Yes, Team and T Odyssey, uh, a graphic novel that was released four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also talked about the Casey Jones fan film uh, from, I believe, 2011. I can't, I can't remember exactly when it came out, but all three projects were really, really cool. You know, uh, various levels of quality, but each one of them, you know, kind of stood out as a quality fan Ninja Turtles experience. Would you agree? Yes, I would. Okay. What we called that episode was uh, Fan Fiction Fest 1. Well, it's 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 been a year, uh, and we, we Fan Fiction Fest 2 is now upon us. When... Preparing for this, you know, I've, I've been holding on to the, the, the comic that we read uh, for a while. I, I found it, and I was like, oh, that's perfect for Fan Fiction Fest. Put that one in a, you know, in a box, and, and when we'll come back to it. You had found a video game, and I was like, awesome, that's two, that's two different things. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have two different things to talk about on Fan Fiction Fest, and we both just kind of assumed that we would find a movie mm-hmm. or something. And I'm going to kind of call an audible here. Let's talk about the movies first. Okay. Yeah, because we, we were going to do it in a different order, but I feel like we have to address this right now <laughs> because it, it'll be uncomfortable addressing it later. Right. There aren't many Ninja Turtles fan films. There, there really aren't. And there have been attempts at doing Ninja Turtles fan films. Mm-hmm. Many of them, or some that we're going to talk about today – simply didn't happen. They, they tried They tried it and didn't get the funding or it's still in production or we don't know the status of it. It's just, there's a large swath of like completely un, you know, unfunded, unknown things here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to cover three separate failed fan films. Are they all failed? Or all three of them failed? I, I, all I know is that if... A decently long film did not come out of any of these three. Mm-mm. There, okay. There, there's a lot. There's a couple more fan films that we aren't going to talk about today that are Casey Jones, and we just kind of decided we talked about Casey Jones last time. Uh, we can put those off to later. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the, the topics I wanted to talk to you about films specifically. Is there's a lot of Casey Jones fan films because they're easy. Exactly. Not easy. They're simple. You know, it's just a guy in a hockey mask beating people up. So, you know, you you hire the right martial arts kids and get a good cameraman and throw together a script. Boom, you have a Casey Jones fan film. When you're having to create a fan film for the Ninja Turtles, it gets way rougher. 
you know, it, there's just it's there's a high level of entry, especially if you're trying to make something that harkens back to the old Jim Henson days. Right. Because those animatronics, they ain't cheap. They're not cheap, and it takes quite some talent mm-hmm. to, to, to to pull them off. Okay, sorry, we took a quick pause right there to, to kind of figure out exactly what we watched, because we shared a lot of links with a lot of different fan films. And uh, we landed on three films and one project that we're going to talk about. Uh, actually, no, technically it's two films and two projects, but here we go. Now, the first thing I want to talk about uh, is – let me see what the name of it is. It's called uh, TMNT Fan Movie on uh, on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. It's very easy to find. Uh, it was released, according to this, July 29th of 2014. So it's about six years old uh, by YouTube user Patrick McCullough? McCalla? McCalla? McCalu? McCalu? Michella? Michella? Machinima? No. No, I don't want to just make fun no. of this guy's name. No. <laughs> but uh, he, th- this is probably the the most ambitious that uh, of the completed fan films that I've watched. This one has actual CG in it. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think of it? Um, I mean, for a fan film, I mean, you know, it's when you're when you're doing you know when you're doing cgi lighting is an issue of course everything's at night um but i i i actually thought the lighting on this was was actually not half bad it's you know it's it's a basic you know straightforward plot uh overall uh i mean i'm i'm actually very impressed by the cgi in it can you know it's hard to be mad at a fan film's CGI and some of the, obviously some of the choreography doesn't line up exactly. Uh, but the turtles looked menacing, which is something they don't get to look very often. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I do have some very, very harsh nitpicks. Yeah. About this movie specifically. Well, well, it wouldn't be much of shellheads if we didn't have that, uh, that, that, that Sergio sarcasm or snarkiness. <laughs> like, I, I appreciate the execution. However, I feel like the, the the writer creator or whoever this is either ignored or doesn't understand who the turtles are. Mm-hmm. Because at, at the end of it, it's four turtles versus one thug with a gun. Yeah. You know, and that the, the, the turtles one aren't going to take that guy on head on and they're, he's not, they're not going to do it four on one unless it's the, you know, the shredder. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, Raphael just murders the guy. Yeah. They don't really do that for no reason. Right. They just killed him. <laughs> And that makes for you know a cool you know awesome fan movie, but I, I don't I don't know if it, it's it seems more like an exercise in CGI skills and fight choreography than it does an actual fan movie. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Yeah. 
because I, I like the way it was shot. I like the lighting. As you said, the, the, the lighting with the CGI wasn't half bad. Mm-mm. But it, it's just it's not a TMNT story in, in my in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. But it's only like four four minutes. You, as I said, just search TMNT fan fan movie. You'll find it eventually. It, it's it's not hard to find. Patrick Michalu is what I'm going to say. Michalu. Michalu. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Um. Regardless of my nitpicks, good job, Patrick. That was that was that was yeah. swell. Let's move on to the next one because we have a lot of ground to cover here. Yeah. Uh, the next one. I want to call it. Uh, actually, no. It's it calls itself Team or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan film Fight the Foot. And this is another one that is a complete thing. You know, it it, it has a start, it has an end. It was produced and it was released. Uh, it was released according to this January 29th, 2011. So this one's got some, quite some age on it. Uh, about nine years ago, uh, and has a similar plot to the other one. Uh, this this one has like a group of foot soldiers rather than you know four on one, uh, and it only stars one turtle, which helps in the the, the balance of fighting make more sense. Mm-hmm. This one chooses not to go CGI and goes practical. What'd you think of this one? I actually uh, enjoyed this one as well. Um, you know, you've got, I, I guess their foot, they look more like, you know, thugs and gas masks. It, it looks like a COVID army is what it looks like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, um, you know, maybe purple dragons or something, but, um, yeah, I would imagine they're the foot, like it's in the name of the movie. Yeah, but I mean, you know. They, they could have probably afforded, you know, some pajamas and, uh, you know, some face masks and they could have, gl- you know, glued some uh, eyeballs on there or something. You know? now, see, I, I I appreciate another interpretation of the foot. Like, a, if, let's say a real movie gets made and this is what the Foot Clan looks like. I'm fine with that. I'm not. I'm 100 percent fine with that I because at its core, the foot gang, the foot, the, the foot, the foot gang, the foot clan is just a gang. Uh, no, they're they're highly skilled, trained ninja assassins. Oh, okay, tell that to the teenagers in the first mo- Turtles movie. Ah, uh, well. So, well, like, they're still trained. Okay, these guys could be trained. Yeah, they're just wearing gas masks. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I enjoyed about this one is the turtle is silent. It's 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 Raphael. He he's he he almost has like a daredevil approach to I'm going to show up, save you and then disappear into the night. I like the understated. It's it's just it's it's, it's a very subtle um practical costume. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's not there's not servos, there's not all kinds of, you know, bulky it's just he just looks like a turtle man. I this is this is my favorite of the ones that we watched. I'm I'm going to share in that sentiment. I mean, it, the the out the costume was very streamlined. Yep. Um, and he just overall looked pretty freaking cool. And he didn't overcommit. I say he. No. I'm assuming it's a he that made this. Um, but he didn't overcommit. He didn't say, "Oh, we're gonna have all four turtles and we're gonna have." 
hit mouths moving and and blah blah. It's one turtle, simple costume, well shot. It conveys a tone in a way that the others don't. Yeah, yeah. I really like that one. You can you can find it on YouTube. It's uh, called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Fan Film Dash Fight the Foot. Yeah. Uh, and the u- user that uploaded it is M3Blog. M3Blog. I, I don't know if that's who actually made it. There are no credits at the end. Yeah, it, yeah. if you want to watch it, check it out. It's only three minutes. Uh, a lot of these are very short, which is fine. We have, two more to, we have two more projects to talk about. These two were never actually released. And I can kind of see why. But <laughs> let's go with Ninja Turtles Blood Brothers first. Okay. So this this is probably the most ambitious of all of them that are being attempted. Uh, it, mm. it 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 was uh, kickstarted a few years back, about three years back. So it's not you know too far removed from when it was announced. Uh, and if you go to the Kickstarter page for Ninja Turtles Blood Brothers, and I'll try to include links to all this stuff in in the show notes. You'll see a really awkward-looking Bebop and Rocksteady that are practical costumes over actors, you know, playing the parts. How deep did you dive into this one, uh, Jeff? Um, it was basically just the guy talking about the project. Yeah. Um, I, I watched, you know, whatever was available. I watched like the uh, you know his Kickstarter pitch, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's not, I mean, there's not much footage. There's just you know Bebop and Rocksteady just shooting stuff up. Yeah, yeah. And like and the, the, the 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 footage is weird. Yeah, it's it's kind of unusual route yeah. to go. It 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 reminds me of like an, a 1980s Megadeth video. Like really campy looking practical effects with with like visual explosions that look like they're <laughs> they clearly did not take place in the same place and the sound effects are all very uh kind of off. Yeah. I feel like I feel I feel like that if this ever does come out, which there is there is still a possibility it could, there may be a lot of fun to be had with how campy it is. But it's very hard for me to take this project seriously. Yeah, yeah, uh, and 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 it's it really seems like this guy watching his pitch video, which is still on YouTube. It sounds more like he's really obsessed with the building of the actual, you know, costumes. Mm-hmm. Because they don't say much about the plot or what happens in it or. It's just, hey, look at all these different costumes we have. And he, and he planned on putting in Bebop and Rocksteady, the Fugitoid, Leatherhead, a Triceraton, Krang. Like, that's really ambitious. Does that mean does that mean you're going to space? Like, what's going on? Yeah, and he's like, he just kind of kept announcing villains like Baxter. And I'm like, okay, that wow, that's that's too much. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, give us a movie and, and then, like, give us a sequel or something. Like, I don't know, I don't know. The good news is, is Ninja Turtles Blood Brothers was successfully kickstarted. Uh, he, he was only asking for $4,000 uh, and ended up getting more than that, uh, raking in $6,347. Uh, 
Oh, wow. The downside is, is it's been three years and it has not been released yet. So backers are starting to get very wary. Uh, and he's even offered some refunds for, for backers, and he's done a lot of apologies. But uh, the last time the Kickstarter was updated was July 6th of 2020. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was expecting you to not say 2020. I was expecting <laughs> it to be, you know, way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think this guy just bit off more than he could chew or just – overestimates how quickly he can build this stuff and also have a regular life, you know, because yeah. I, I saw some posts from mid 2019 and he was like, movie will be out by the winter or by the new year. And I'm just like, it's well into the new year, man. Yeah. The movie ain't out. But if, if this movie comes out, I promise to, 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 to cover it on a, uh, on a future fan fiction fest. Oh yeah, because because it looks bonkers, and I'm I'm kind of on board for bonkers. Yeah, me too. Yeah. What are your other thoughts on Blood Brothers? It's just it's so weird though, but I do I do dig the designs, um, especially the Fugitoid and you know Krang with this, uh, which looks more like an Utrum exoskeleton. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, at this point, I'd be okay with it just being the crying. Um, <laughs> this is being good PR for crying. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely interesting. It's very, you know, you got to give it up for the guy to have such a a lofty goal. But like you said, it looks like you know more of hey, I just like making this stuff. And yeah. Like, where would you even begin to shoot this type of film uh, unless you went like, say, the Kung Fury route and shot that entire film basically on green screen? Yeah, which is totally possible. But then yeah. that then then that introduces a whole nother like problem. Like, sure, you shoot the whole thing on green screen. Then you have to hire people to put stuff on the green screen. Yeah, because if you're if you're a practical effects man, the chances of you being good at green screen production as well is slim. It's a very like a fifty fifty split or sixty. Not I probably not even that. Yeah. Um. But let's move on. We've we've spent enough time on Ninja Turtles Blood Brothers. Um. The last project that is almost I don't want to use the phrase laughable. We'll we'll get to the part that's laughable. The TMNT fan series back in the shell, and this was planned as a television show. Uh, I'm not sure how many episodes they were shooting for. I believe it was like ten or eight or something like that. And it was gonna include full full body like Jim Henson looking turtle like costumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in the trailer that was created. There's not very much moving of the mouths. Uh, I, I'm sure that, that, that you know, that, that may be something they were going to fix during the process of producing the, 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 the series. They even had actors that, that, you know, that had agreed to be in it. Uh, there was an actress that was going to play April, uh, who apparently is a big thing on Instagram. They, they were swinging for the fence here. Yeah. And the like the, the trailer 
thing that they that they put out wasn't all that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand what they were wh- where they were going, and they were trying to tell a much bigger story about how New York has become corrupt, and the the, the turtles are fighting for something that's not obtainable. And and, and April was was uh was captured. Like I was intrigued. It it definitely was pretty well written. Like you buy it. Is being in, you know, oh, this is a this is a turtles movie, or you know, this is a you know a turtles thing. It it clearly feels like they were picking up maybe after the uh, 2007 turtles maybe, movie. Maybe, maybe because April's in her like sexy yellow ninja speedo outfit thing. See, I disagree. I, I I I think that this pick this is its own kind of thing that is heavily inspired by the original movie. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. It doesn't matter. It's not happening. Ultimately, they went to they put their project on Kickstarter and they were asking for twenty thousand dollars. That's a lot. I can buy a lot of pizza pie. Uh, yeah, yeah. And according to the to the to the Kickstarter, it was for episode one. Oh. I, maybe I'm misinterpreting <laughs> what that money was for, but yeah, that that, that was twenty thousand dollars for episode one, and they got they they unsuccessfully uh, got thirty nine hundred dollars. Yeah, which mind you is less. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 less than the the Blood Brothers guy got. Mm-hmm. And this this looks like a more competent series. That was the part I was gonna say is laughable. Like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. What What are your overall thoughts? Like I like the structure of, you know, the the trailer and the turtles looked relatively good. Of minus maybe their heads being a little too big. Um. But um, I mean overall, you know, it was it was a very ambitious goal, of course. Mm-hmm. Um. And I mean, at the end of the day, if again, like we talked about, if you don't have the money for animatronics, um, it's going to end up being like a, you know, like a Power Rangers episode where the monsters <laughs> talk without speak, moving their lips. Yeah. Um, I mean, heck, even, you know, Next Mutation had money for some kind of janky animatronics. True, um, true. But, uh, I mean, other than that, and kind of just those few little shortcomings, I mean, it, this is probably the best one. I don't know about that. Thus far. Um, well, okay, strike that. Um, I think it relied a little too heavy on, you know, the 90s movie in the sense of, like, because, again, that's a very lofty, you know, that's that's a pretty pretty ambitious to live up to that. Mm-hmm. Whereas fight the foot, that outfit, that turtle suit was, I think, way better for, and probably didn't cost maybe nearly as much as what they spent on all four of those turtles. Right, right. Um, but you couldn't tell. Like it looked pretty quality. Um, and that close up at the end of of Raphael and his eyes, like you could, it looked. I I want to I want to see that. 
Fight the Foot is the only one that feels like an artistic like direction. Mm-hmm. You know, like back in the shell, as as shiny and as 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 pretty as the stuff that they're putting out there is, it just doesn't seem like they're really inspired to do anything but copy the aesthetic that's already in place. Fight the Foot yeah. feels like something brand new and exciting. Mm-hmm. So there's that. That's what we're covering when it comes to movies and television and stuff. And hopefully by the time we come around next year, we'll we'll find some uh, – somebody will have dropped a really awesome 20, 30-minute movie. Maybe. 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 I wouldn't count on it. It's tough. It's real tough. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, we do have some other projects to cover. We're going to jump from movies now. Over to comics. Uh, and as you know, Turtles started in comics. It's much easier to produce a Turtles comic than it is a, uh, a Turtles movie. Uh, and in my in my internet exploration, uh, I stumbled upon a series called Turtle Turncoat by Tony Day. And I was able to pull – I was able to acquire all, all those images in – uh, and, and put them into a comic book format so me and Jeff could read them very easily in a comic book reader. Uh, and Turtle Turncoat is quite a tale. It's very long, very long. It's like, what, 260 pages? Something like that. Uh, and and while there's definitely criticisms to be you know to be given to Turtle Turncoat, um, it's a it's again it's it's a very Ambitious. I hate using the word ambitious over and over and over, but the story goes places that I don't think the turtles themselves have ever actually gone. That's a very safe bet to say yes. Yeah, and there's not many – like when someone can pull that off, it's inherently impressive. Mm-hmm. So when I when I sent you all four of these giant issues, what like what, what was your reaction? Did, did like – were you excited to jump into it or what? I didn't know what to expect. Um, and then I started reading. I was like, okay, this is this is interesting. I was like, ooh, I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> like that that could have been left out. Uh, and I'll get to that later. Um, but uh, normally, like, some of these things are kind of a mixed bag. Like, you never know what the art or the writing or, or whatever is going to be like. Um, the art is surprisingly good, um, mm-hmm. in this and the writing has a couple of grammatical errors, but nobody's yeah. perfect, Jeff. Well, no, they aren't. I'm sure, no, I'm sure he, sure, sure. Tony didn't have like four or five different editors. Well, I'm very sure of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all in all. I mean, it was it was definitely uh, an an interesting read, um, and there's a lot that I did really enjoy. Okay, okay. Well, let's jump into what you enjoyed, uh, because there there will be stuff that that and and we're going to spoil this. Yeah. There, because there's there's a huge plot twists and plot turns that we have to talk about here for it to really make sense to even talk about, uh, but. If you don't want to be spoiled and you do want to read it, which I suggest you do if you're a Turtles fan, uh, I guess skip forward <laughs> in the podcast now. Um, what did you like about Turtle Turncoat, Jeff? Uh, well, we've got a like a 
ton of like little Easter eggs and stuff. Like he's clearly a game fan. So you've got Neo Geo stuff mentioned throughout. Even Terry Bogard shows up from Fatal Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got. <laughs> yeah, he does. I noticed that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you've clearly got a, a, a melting pot of, of iterations heavy video game you know the uh the original arcade game uh influence um mixed with mirage and 87 uh cartoon elements but then it goes beyond mirage and goes a little dark uh or i should say a little darker than what what mirage normally does yeah yeah and see uh, see what 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 i would what what i would call it is this this story is set in the original cartoons universe if that was an adult universe. Yeah. Because the, the only character that's kind of different from the original cartoon is Casey. Yeah. Oh, he has, yeah. yeah. He, he has his, his, his heads, uh, his head on right in this, in this book. Yeah. Other than that, I, I would say it's very similar to the original cartoon. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, let's talk about the plot there's there's four or five different moments in the plot where i'm like what one that really stood out to me was the shredder just killed krang yeah he killed krang and he took over the technodrome with the foot clan and then won like shredder took over new york city with the technodrome it's just it's 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 straight up um like that uh, freaky dream episode the turtles had. In the, yes, it's very much like that. Yeah, uh, but really dark. Yeah, yeah, and it's it was really good to see Shredder win. I know that's weird, but he's always taken L's. Yeah. Uh, also, at the beginning of at the end of the first book, Raphael abandons the fl- the family. Yeah, that got really dark. Yeah, and. In the second book, he joins the Shredder, and not like a oh I'm I've been hypnotized and I'm a bad guy now. Like legit, the Shredder just convinces him, you should be on my side because this. Yeah. And Raphael is hesitant, but ends up training with him and just straight up becomes basically his 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 right hand man. Yeah. And his colors are darker, not as bright red. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I would have liked to have seen, you know, maybe like a costume change or something a little, you know, a little different. Yeah, maybe. Um, um, as I flip through these books, I noticed that a couple of them are credited to art by Tony Day and written by Alan Peters. I, I don't know how accurate that is because some of them are, you know written by Tony Day himself. I don't know. I don't know. But I guess I, I think we should throw the name Alan Peters out there in case, you know, he did do a lot of the writing. So, right. Uh, an- another thing that, that really stands out is the turtles are just killing people. Th- they don't want to, but because the foot clan has taken over the technodrome and the foot is basically mixing themselves with the foot robots, they don't know if they're fighting a robot or a person and they're just killing people. That's a really clever way to get the turtles to kill without making them like the villain. It's very, 
like Samurai Jack, like what they did with the last season. Mm-hmm. You know, you get used to killing robots for however many years, and all of a sudden, like, wait, that's not a robot. Yeah, and you don't find out until after you've cut its head off. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it's really bonkers. It's really, really high concept and big. Like, the story is very, very big. Um, what did you not like? Uh, so, I mean, these are little nitpicks. In the first issue, Don ends up climbing through a window and is he- head first into the crapper. <laughs> with crap all over his face. I'm like, you know, I didn't need to see that. Like, that really could have been left out. <laughs> you know? I don't see crap on his fit. Oh, yeah. Nope, there it is. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I had no problem with that. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm just like, you know, why is that there? You know? What's your opinion on uh, the over animification, a- animification of April and Casey? Oh man, um, I don't really have a problem with it because, you, as you well know, I I love anime, and this is this, this all four books are very anime inspired. Mm-hmm. I expected like like right away when I saw April, I'm like okay, we we are going with very big proportions. Uh, for for April, that's uh, uh <laughs> that's a that's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. No, I, no, no, don't just don't just skim over that. Like, there's a scene in the first book where the Shredder kidnaps April and needed to put her in a bikini. Apparently, I think it's her underwear, and it just matches what she was wearing. Hey, they like to match, I guess. I I don't know. I don't know. And and that's probably my biggest nitpick is how over sexualized April is. Yeah. Like even when she's fully clothed, like her chest is falling out of her clothes. Yeah. And it and to me it's just distracting. I I love the female figure, but when you're trying to tell a story, you don't want something that's going to de- detract from that. Yeah. And I feel like this borders on that the over sexualization of April is never this overt again i don't i don't want to complain too much about that because ultimately it is a footnote uh and casey just being an anime dude it was kind of weird but yeah. you know it was, it, it was easy for me to get past that yeah i think my actual big complaint is the end okay you want to you want to lead into that? It it felt just a bit too cookie cutter for the the the, the story that we we were pitched in the first three books was was very impressive and very unique, something we had never seen before. And then at the end of the fourth book, everything just kind of works out. Yeah. You know, even Splinter survives, even though he seemed to have been killed in the last battle. Like, no, it's pretty rough. Yeah, but none of the main characters die. Raphael, you know, is back on good terms. He hasn't come home, but he is kind of just figuring out what to do next. April and Casey share a kiss. Like, 
it it all ends so nicely with you know wrapped up with a bow. Yeah. Again, no pun intended. And that's not the story that we were pitched. Mm-hmm. We were pitched a, a story that was bombastic and went against the grain. And the end of it just I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I I'm overall impressed by the book by the whole series. That mm-hmm. that part just kinda I was just like, Oh, okay. All right. Cool. It's like it's like the third act of every action movie ever. Yeah. What else you gotta say about Turtle Turncoat? I mean, we definitely you know, I, I like all of the, the, the arcade the first arcade game nods. You know, the multi the multiple shredder fight with Splinter. Yeah. Um, them using the name Konami Industries or Capcom <laughs> yeah. or Capcom. I'm like, really? You know, Capcom. Um, <laughs> I want to say it was it was like that um, that episode of Batman the Animated Series where it it looked to be be believed that Batman got Barbara Gordon killed. Mm-hmm. And that just unleashed all-out fury from Gordon, an endless manhunt for Batman and his cohorts. That was an incredible episode, but yeah. it turns out it was all a dream. That I would say that would have been a really cool ending for the, the, the show itself. I mean, I get trying to play it safe, but I would like, again, to go against the grain, do something you know a little bit out of the ordinary. Like this as 60 pages per issue and yeah. the art is just it's it's very detailed and it's very nice a lot of a lot of care went into putting this together obviously oh, like yeah. th- that that you can tell that just by you know how it looks oh yeah i mean you can really tell that this guy loves freaking ninja turtles like a lot yeah uh the the, the last thing i really want to talk about here is and i've already I already kind of mentioned it when after shredder killed the krang not the Krang. After after Shredder killed Krang, right? He kept, or at least we're led to believe, he kept Krang's corpse as like a statue. Yeah, that was kind of freaky. And it's very possible that he didn't do that. It's very possible all of that was in his head. Yeah. But the way it was told in the story was Krang was basically talking to Shredder from the dead in his head. Yeah. You know, you know, now that you have all that you want, the only thing that you don't the, you realize the only thing you needed was the death of those five people or the death of those five beings that have haunted you for so long. And I freaking love that. Yeah, that's that's really cool. It's really wow. deep, really innovative for the Shredder character. It finally gives him some actual meat. Yeah. Rather than just being bad guy in a mask and a funny costume, like Shredder means something in this story. His interactions with with Raphael and how he brings him over to his side, while <laughs> initially ludicrous to think that would happen, in practice you can see it. Yeah, like you can see how he's wielding his power to influence what is a teenager. You say, hey, I, I'm family. I found you first, and here's why. And and uh, again, I, I just the treatment of Shredder here is amazing, and the dynamics and the power, and him robbing Krang of the power 
is mm. that this is the shredder I want to see. Yeah. Uh, so so th- this is a golf clap. I don't know if I don't know if the mic's picking that up, but Tony Day, fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. So if it, I, I strongly suggest you read it. If, if you're a com- if you're a Turtles comics guy, check it out. It is kind of long, but it it can be found at his website. Um, it is let's see, trydowave.com. Try do wave? Yeah, yeah, try do wave.com. Uh, he's got all kinds of other uh, turtle stuff. I think we might cover some more of Tony's uh, work um, in future episodes just because it's cool. He, he, the, uh, one, <laughs> one more thing. I don't like that there's no dates on any of this stuff. I don't know. I don't know when he published them. Oh. Yeah. That yeah, I don't would know if be a, yeah. I don't know if this is a 15 year old comic or about three year old comic. Again, nitpicks. Read it. Go read it. It's free. It's fantastic. Uh, well, then let's move on to the, the like the I guess the tiniest thing that we that we checked out over the over the you know last two weeks, and that is uh, what's it called? T- Teenage uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles Shell Shocked. Shell Shocked is a game. Uh, it's a, it's a fan game uh, that can be found by going to what's it? Which is it? Game Jolt. Yeah. Uh, game jolt and searching ninja turtles uh it is the other major game that comes up or the other listed game that comes up uh, after rescue palooza uh and this one is just like rescue palooza very inspired by the original arcade game and turtles in time yeah so much so that i kind of think that it steals a lot of assets I'm sorry. Borrows oh. a lot of assets. Would, oh, would, I, would I be wrong? No, you're not. And it, well, there's also elements from like Turtles Three and Turtles One uh, NES. Oh, that is very true. Yes. As well. Uh, and 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 when we say elements, we mean sprites, we mean levels, we mean music from from a litany of video games, like all of the video games. It just takes stuff from. Yeah. And I, I again, for for some reason, whenever I see projects like this, I just assume that they started out as like a college thing, like a student project. Like he, he was going to school for programming, and they said make a game, and he was like, "Well, I'll make Ninja Turtles." Yeah, because it's 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 very small right now. There's right now there's only one level that is complete, and that's it. Yeah, um, it is the beach level. And I mean, you know, I in 16 bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It looks great. Uh, it's it, like you 16 bit is kind of a, a misnomer because this game could not have existed on this, the SNES. I will say, say 32 bit. Okay. All right. Yeah. This probably could have existed on the PlayStation. Probably. It, assuming you're, if if you scale it down to to uh, 480i yeah. rather than 1080p or whatever it runs on PC, playing through it, I was like, okay, all this feels very familiar. Uh, I'm able to map the you know buttons to, to to my controller, but I was just getting my butt handed to me. It is not very friendly. Like the the foot soldiers are, they were they were already jerks before, but they were major major jerks in this i was getting my shell wax too 
Okay, okay. So it wasn't just me. No. Maybe he still has yet to do them. Again, I assume a he. It's very sexist of me. But the the developer, White Dragon, uh, maybe he hasn't balanced it yet? I, I don't know. I don't know. Right. But, yeah, I, I I had to continue a couple of times on that one level. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Now, it's not just a cookie-cutter thing. Like, he's not just using the same animations, the same, you know, the same sprites uh, that were already built into the turtles arcade uh, turtles in time arcade like he he built upon them and added new animations and new moves and new techniques yeah yeah like the, 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 it's it seemed like it was going to be a very robust project because it's not only just the four turtles you can play as several other characters like toka razar uh was it bebop and rocksteady yeah and uh, baxter and foot soldier yeah I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, like there's there's several cool players that you can play as. Um, but again, it's one level. Uh, yeah. In addition to the one level, there's a there's a lot of what is what are labeled test levels in the mm-hmm. game, uh, where you just jump in, and a lot of them you play for thirty seconds, a minute and a half, and then there are no more enemies and it just stops. Yeah. Yeah, clearly not complete. Uh, maybe there were art tests. There, maybe it was just trying to figure out how to make stuff work. I don't know. Uh, so one of the levels is a swimming level. One of them is a surfing level. One's a snowboarding level. So I'm sure he was building physics engines or figuring out how to make some of this stuff work. I don't know that much about game design, but I do know that it's not easy. No. Uh, definitely not. Yeah. Um, especially when you're trying to, to add new elements to already kind of a, a pre-existing format. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the one that annoyed me the most was that like chain-linked floating crate stage. God, that thing drove me nuts. Because mm-hmm. um, like especially if you're playing as Donatello, he'll do a chain of attacks and then he'll do like a pole vault attack and like, wait, I just pole vaulted off the side. Yep. I was like, wow, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but, uh, I, I, if I had to pick a stage that I, I enjoyed like just from the get go, I really liked the hang gliding stage. Oh yeah. Yeah. That thing was cool. Yeah. That was, that was different. That was interesting. Um, uh, I really, really liked all the new attacks and new animations that he gave them, especially the blocking. Mm-hmm. When they just when they just crossed their arms and like ducked their head into the shell. Yep. Um, and then they gave like one thing that really annoyed me with Leo in uh, both versions of Turtles in Time is when he would do the jump and the katana would like sliced down i hated that um but this time he let leo twirl his katana like Raphael twirls his eyes which i really liked it's just really really nice fluid movements um you know for you know all four turtles um and they make he made them separate from one another instead of just all the same yeah yeah and like each character has its own move list i don't know if you found that yeah, I didn't dig that deep. 
Yeah, like if I think if you pause or if you hit a certain button, it takes you to a move list. Yeah, and the move list is robust. There's a whole bunch of stuff you can do. So I jumped into this being very excited, especially coming off of uh, last year's Rescue Palooza, where I wanted to hate it but ended up really liking it. Yeah, this one I really wanted to like, but then I was like, oh, it's it's not done. I thought it was I thought it was done myself until I kind of you know dug deep. Yeah, the uh, it hasn't been updated in almost two years. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if it's gonna get any more updates. I don't know if the guy's even still working on it. Uh, maybe I, I think he has a Twitter handle, uh, so maybe look that up and maybe try to t- tweet at him to see what's going on with it. Otherwise, as I said, I'm I'm gonna throw all these links into. Uh, into the show notes. That way, if you're looking for any of these these fan projects, you can jump right on it. Uh, because even even if even if it's not done, download it, check it out. It's free. Yeah. You know, if you have a PC, it'll probably run on any PC you can find. So, yeah, definitely check out Re- uh, Rescue Palooza too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Jeff, that that does it for Fan Fiction Fest too. If you have any TMNT fan fiction that you want us to cover next year or you completely disagree and you think that these projects are trash, I'd reach out to us. We have a Facebook page. Uh, it is facebook.com slash I think Shellheads Podcast. That sounds right? Maybe. Uh, Just you look, can all, look for our logos. Look for our logo. Yeah, type in Shellheads and look for our logo. Uh, but I do know that that is the Instagram handle, uh, Shellheads Podcast, uh, and I try to post stuff there. I'm probably going to finally give you the login. That way you can post some stuff there. Okay. Uh, because I I do like Instagram a lot. Yeah. Uh, and let, actually, we got a message on Twitter the other day on the Reality Breached. Oh. Uh, on, on the Reality Breached uh, handle because – Someone, someone did their did their homework and, and found us uh, uh, from Ken Partridge Jr. Uh, at least that his that's his name on Twitter. Uh, he said that we, last episode we talked about TMNT Adventures and we had mentioned that there's turtle tracks in the back of them and and even some fan art. Uh, well, apparently this uh, Ken got his picture drawn like he drew a picture of Donatello as a child and it was published in one of the TMNT Adventures, but we don't know which issue i know jeff you went through a bunch of stuff at your house the other day trying to find it yeah ironically the very day that you messaged me about it i had found like a bag full of tmnt adventure issues bagged and boarded and i'm like oh wow this is great it was (laughs) raining and i'm like i this is the perfect time to kind of dive in and see what i could find yeah, yeah, we, we we didn't find it in in that stack of issues, but I, I'm I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna read through some of my old ones and try to find it. I didn't find it in any of my digital copies, so. Uh, but if if you're out there and you want to help us with the search, uh, look for a picture of Donatello spinning his bow over his head, uh, credited to Kenny from Van Diver, Alabama. Oh, wow. Uh, if, and if and if you find if if you find it, reach out to us. Uh, we can we can let Ken know where his long lost turtles drawing is. Um, 
We are, we might even feature it on our social media format. Oh, I'll absolutely feature it on our social media format. Yeah. Um, it's 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 hopefully hopefully we make that connection. You know what? I want to go ahead. I want to go ahead and say, send us your fan art. (laughs) Let's let's bring it back. Let's bring some turtle tracks back and just (laughs) send us your fan art, whether it's done by yourself or your kids. Um, We would love to see it. Are they are they drawing the turtles or are they drawing drawing us? They oh, no, not us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, just, uh, you know, turtles, they're they're enemies the friends you know whoever wow i did not see that i did not see this episode taking that turn yeah i'm i'm legit curious yeah we will feature you on them social media formats yes we will um with that said what are we talking about next time jeff well before we get to that sergio i actually have Mm -hmm. two more things well one or two no i have one more thing to add to that Okay. The, the day that we got uh, that message from Ken, and I found my comics. Ironically, there was a turtle in my backyard. Why are you mentioning that? I mentioned because it was it's a, just a it turtle, was, Jeff. It. I don't get turtles in my backyard. The gate was closed. There's no gaps in the fence. How do you get there? I've never seen that <sighs> turtle in my backyard. In like, and we haven't seen, we haven't had turtles in our yard in like ten years, so it's a mystery. I followed them turtle tracks. I can't find him. See, one of my pet peeves is when people tag me in turtle stuff that's not Ninja Turtle stuff, as if I'm a fan of regular turtles. Sergio, he disappeared. He's a Ninja Turtle. I can't find him. <laughs> Don't give me that. Oh man. Okay. All right. Okay. Jeff, what are we talking about next time? Do you know? I don't know, Sergio. We're talking about IDW. More Ninja Turtles. It's, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about IDW next time. Uh, we're going to cover the next chunk of books, um, and some some uh, what, what are they called? One, one shots? Some some micros? Which, uh, uh, which issues would those be, Sergio? Uh, it'll be issues 17 through 21, The Fugitoid, Krang, and Baxter. They all have their own one-shots. Uh, but most importantly, we're covering the secret history of the Foot Clan, Ooh. which is an acclaimed miniseries from the IDW uh, team. So I know you're going, you're going to enjoy that one, Jeff. Yeah. And we also might have a surprise episode coming up soon. Ooh. Uh, I don't know a date or or exactly when it's going to drop, but it will be a surprise, and you will be excited. I guarantee it. I'm 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 all tingly right now. Uh, Jeff, what's the status of Warp Zone? Uh, well, we're still close because uh, our numbers are still climbing. Yeah, I think they're, they're finally dropping. Are they dropping? Yeah, they're finally dropping. Slowly, but they're dropping. Well, for now, we are uh, unfortunately still closed. Um, but if our numbers keep dropping and we, you know, start to get a handle on it, you know, hopefully we'll, you know, be reopened uh, maybe later this year. But we kind of take it on a day by day basis. Okay. Um, 
yeah, but you can still, you know, find us on Instagram and Facebook. I'll post more stuff, you know, per week, you know, just like name that game or did you know gaming or, you know, just stuff to keep people engaged and, you know, get some conversations going. Um, take a stroll down memory lane. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, you can find me on realitybreach.com. We have episodes coming up basically every week this month. So it's it's a it's a full slate of content from the whole Reality Breached uh, crew uh, and uh, on all the major podcasts. So so check it out today. Yeah. Uh, tune in next time. I'm Sergio. I'm Italian Sergio. <laughs> and we're the Shellheads. <laughs> we're the Shellheads. Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.